Hello everyone, I am Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 256 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here with me today. I hope life is going great. Today we have a hand from 5510 No Limit Hold'em at Stone's Gambling Hall. And this is a bit of a doozy. So, in this hand, we have a raise to $20 from AC with Ace-9 of Clubs. So a minimum raise, which, you know, it's something you don't actually see all that often at... Um, five, ten games. A lot of people are making it much bigger, but I don't have a problem with min raising. I think it's perfectly fine and perfectly viable. Now, Justo elects to call with nine seven offsuit under the gun plus two, which I think is definitely a mistake. You do not need to call raises with nine seven offsuit. That is a substantial error. If you get re raised by someone yet to act, you're gonna have to fold. If you get even just a bunch of callers and you make one pair, you're gonna be pretty unhappy. I mean, as we see here, AC has ace nine suited, right? So if a nine comes, that's pretty terrible. Now, Brian in the cutoff calls a queen five offsuit, which is a legitimately terrible hand. Again, you should not play queen five offsuit. You're going to be incredibly dominated. Harlan likes to call jack nine offsuit on the button off $1,500 stack, which I actually think is fine. It's like, that's not so bad. <laughs> Whenever you're on the button, you're way more likely to not get re-raised. But in this scenario, um, nine seven offsuit and queen five offsuit should definitely not be in this pot, even though it is, you know, only $20. A lot of people look at these spots and think, well, it's a tiny amount, so I'm just going to see the flop and see what happens. But that is not a good mindset. You need to make sure you are protecting your stack. And an easy way to protect your stack is by not playing hands that are garbage. So um, David P calls 10-9 of hearts. Robert calls king-10 offsuit. So we're off to the flop five ways. It comes 8-7-4. Eight, eight, so let's see what we have here. David in the third big bl the third blind has 10-9 of hearts for open-ended, so that's reasonable. AC has overcards backdoor flush draw with ace nine of clubs. Justo has nine seven for middle pair. And um, Brian has a gut shop. So everybody has a little something here. I definitely expect someone to bet. Who should actually bet here? I mean, David could certainly lead with his open-ended straight draw with overcards if he felt like it. I would usually check, though. Um, I, it's probably going to check around to Justo if I had to guess. But... It looks like it checks around to Harlan who just on the button who decides to bet with his gut shot and overcards. And I think that's also fine. There's no problem with um, betting with this when they check to you. The pot was, I kind of missed it. Let's see, pot was, so pot was like $140. He bets 100, that's fine. Now, David O should probably just go ahead and raise with his open-ended straight draw and overcards. By calling, what's gonna happen is if you get there on the turn and then check, your opponent's gonna check behind a lot. And if you miss on the turn and your opponent um, bets, you're going to be in a pretty rough spot out of position, so I'd probably just go ahead and raise immediately with the open into straight draw, but calling's also fine. AC decides to call the ace nine of clubs for overcards and backdoor flush draw. That's a dicey spot. I mean, Harlan only has 1400 in the stack. I say only. It's a pretty good amount, right? But the pots are, will already be $520, so it's not like you're actually that deep. So when you're calling with ace nine of clubs, you're trying to get like what? A, a marginal draw on the turn? I mean, say it comes to 6 or a 10, you have an open-ended straight draw, but that's not like that's amazing. We see here, if you got a 10, Harlan would just have the nuts and be dead. So that'd be pretty bad. Now, if he gets a backdoor flush, I mean, flush draw, you can check shove all in, but again, that's not amazing. So... I think you probably just want to fold. Then Justo has to put in 100 with the middle pair. I mean, calling's probably fine, but it's actually somewhat likely your beat, so I think folding is probably just ideal. I mean, I know he has the best hand at the moment, but... Having the best hand is kind of irrelevant whenever you're going to play very poorly on the later betting rounds. 
So I think I'd probably just ditch the middle pair, bad kicker. Turns a six, David makes the nuts. Everybody else has an open into straight draw. And notice David checks, and this is exactly why I said you want to raise the flop, because now it's somewhat likely people are going to check because a five makes a straight. Anyone could have a five. Funny enough, the queen five folded and would have got there. The guy's probably kicking himself and folded queen five, but in reality he would just be dead, right? Which is another reason you don't play hands like that. And, um, like, is AC going to check raise with his nine? I mean, I don't know. Is Justo going to check raise with his middle paired? I don't know. And then Harlan checks as well. So you see here, David makes the nuts and gets no money in the pot, which is very often what happens when you do call with draws from out of position and the obvious draw arrives. Anyway, check, 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 check. River is a five. Dream card for David because now the board is four, five, six, seven, eight. So if you bet small, sometimes people will just call hoping for a chop, which is probably not a good play here. Um, so should you check the 10-9? Absolutely not. If someone has a nine, they're definitely going to call. So you want to get money in the pot. And if they don't have a nine, well, they're probably going to fold, or maybe they decide a hero call. So this is a pretty nice spot, I think, to make a relatively small bet. If you bet too big in David's spot, the there's like no chance a nine ever raises. So notice your pot's 520. If you bet 500, a nine's just not going to raise. But if you bet $80, maybe a nine now decides to raise, which would be fantastic. So I definitely like a small bet for David O. You may say, well, it would be terrible to raise with a nine, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> in this scenario, if you raise, you're pretty unlikely to get called unless your opponent also has a nine. So if your opponents play well, I guess you should just make a big bet and hope that they call with a nine. But if they are going to raise with a nine, then betting small is definitely superior. So anyway, David does make a bet. Looks like a substantial bet. Pot was 520, like I said. He bets 350. I think that's way too big. Um, way, way, way too big. Because if you raise, if you bet big, you should probably not get raised. But then, as soon as I say that, AC just snap makes it 1,000 with his 9. I think that is a horrible, horrible decision. Especially given their players yet to act. This is a spot where if you call, what's going to happen is some of the, the two of the players yet to act may decide to hero call praying for a chop. So this is a great spot to sort of him and haw around, act like you're uncomfortable, and then call. When you snap raise, what does that say? That says, hello, I have a straight, I'm happy about this. And it's probably not the straight on the board, right? So it's either a 9 or a 10-9. So not a good play at all by AC. Now, what do you do with Justo with a straight? This is actually a pretty rough spot. Because now you're definitely chopping this with... AC for sure, and probably David. So if you're chopping with AC, and you're chopping with David, and there's a chance you're beat, because 10-9 is certainly a hand that would be in the pot, do you call here? And I'm not actually sure what the right play is. Notice he is putting in 1,000 to try to chop up what was 520, so 1,000 to try to chop up, um, try to get 150 bucks out of the pot, or 100, 180 bucks out of the pot. It's not a very good risk-reward ratio, right? Uh, also, you could get re-raised by 10-9, which would be a disaster, and you could just lose. So, I'm not going to say Justo has a fold here, but it's certainly close. Like, if there is a spot to fold a chop, or a very likely chop, this is it. Just because the pot has already ballooned, and there's still a chance to get raised. Um, notice the players, yeah, it's act. Um, David has 3,000 um, still in a stack, and, and also Justo has 4,000 left. So, this is a spot where you really don't want to open yourself up to losing a lot of money.
So he's going to think it over. I think it's probably a fold, as nasty as it is. I'm sure some of you are going to say, yeah, you're only saying it's a fold because you can see the cards. And I think I do a pretty good job of not being results-oriented, but it's a pretty nasty spot. He does throw in the call. Now around to Harlan. <laughs> Funny enough, Harlan's in the same spot now, except for it's... Is it worse or is it better? I guess it doesn't matter because it's very obvious now that Justo has a nine, right? So Justo, we can forget about him. He's pretty much in the same spot where does David O or AC have a 10-9? And there's really no way to know, right? Because Dave David would certainly bet with 10-9 and AC would at least consider raising with 10-9. So both those players very easily could have it. Um, now there is one blocker removed almost certainly because Harlan has a nine, right? So if Harlan has a nine, I'm sorry, because uh, Justo has a nine, so there are fewer combinations of 10-9 now, but they certainly still exist. So Harlan should also just call on the off chance that um, AC does have the 10-9, because if you call, David O, if he has 10-9, will also call, and then if you happen to lose, you just save the 400 bucks left in your stack. But he shoves it all in, and this is, again, a horrible, 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 horrible blunder. I know it's probably getting very convoluted for everyone listening, we have four people with a straight. Only one of them should have bet, and the other one should have just called. And notice here, in this scenario, the pot should have been 350 on the river, should have been bet, call, call, call. The pot would have been way smaller. Instead, we now have everyone putting all of their money in. Um, so anyway, Harlan raises. Obviously, David O is going to put his whole stack in. I don't think you want to call here to try to get the other two people to put in 400 more. So now dealer's counting down the chips. We don't need to watch the dealer counting down the chips. Um, David O does go all in as expected. AC puts his money in the pot faster than I could um, see him do it. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. He didn't do it yet. He's thinking. Oh, no, he did do it. He So right here, let's slow down again. Whenever um, David O shoves and an AC calls, well, first off, Dave, whenever David O shoves, AC should fold. You got to fold the chop here. I know it sucks, but it's very important to save this $1,700 or whatever he had left. Putting this in is detrimental. Now around to Justo. Easy fold now for Justo. Yes, you already had a pretty crappy spot, but now you have two more data points, right? Two important data points where now David O ripped it in and AC ripped it in. So Justo just has to save the um, $2,500 or so left in his stack. He's given it some thought. A lot of people look at this and think it's a sick cooler, but really it's not. This is a hand where certainly it is a cooler and that David O should have won a nice pot. But notice this pot has $9,000 in it. And um, he should have won like 1,500 bucks. Instead he's gonna win 6,000, maybe more if Justo decides to make the hero call. Justo looks like he's gonna end up finding a fold here because he's showing his cards to his opponent. He's like, man, I can't believe this. Could you imagine being David O here? You're just like, yeah, I have the nuts and I have three guys going all in. You have to think you're chopping it with someone who also has 10-9, right? Like I would think for sure AC has 10-9 in the spot. I mean, there's like no way AC doesn't have 10-9, right? I mean, clearly he doesn't, but I would think there's almost no way he doesn't have it. Same thing for David O. David O almost certainly has it. AC almost certainly has it. Just so has to fold. Harlan should have just folded to the, uh, folded to the river bet and said he put his money in. And everybody puts their money in for no real reason. Justo's going to give this some more thought. Let's see what he comes to. He does call. 
I think that is a, another blunder. And look, th this is a blunder that I don't really fault people for making because it's just a setup. We had a straight, but it's not really a setup. And I bet David O can't even believe that he wins this whole pot. Like, I, I, would, I would have never thought that I'm going to win this whole pot here. Instead, David O is going to win $8,000 in a hand where he should have won about $1,500. And this is why you want to play in loose, splashy games because people inevitably find themselves in situations, especially on the turn in the river, that they are very uncomfortable with. And when they're really uncomfortable, they're just going to make huge blunders. And what, what a disaster is all I can say. Also, a really a disaster for Justo, too, is he should have just folded preflop. He was one of the players who shouldn't have even been in the pot. So in reality, David O should have won, um, well, he should have only won like 1,200 instead. And even if um, Justo did fold, he would have won 4,000 less, right? All right, well, that's it for this end. I, uh, the games are good, right? And a lot of people say, you know, poker's tough. Poker's tough to beat. And it, it is a tough game, especially if your opponents are all playing well. But like right here... It's vitally important that you view this ace nine, once it goes bet and raise on the river, as a very clear marginal made hand. And do you really want to bluff catch with a marginal made hand? The answer is just no. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I hope you enjoyed it. Good luck in your games. If you find yourself in the spot on the river, fold. Because, remember, either you chop it up and you get back 180 bucks, or you lose 4000